Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do every single day. And trust me, this week we've really been doing that. And today we continue to do that with Kristen Bostiels. Uh, she is someone that I met after uh, my Joe Dispenza week long advanced meditation week. She has a really incredible story. But for the women listening, I really hope you hear there's a few messages in there, things that she learned and had to change and fix about herself that a lot of us need to work on. Whether you do this work or not, maybe this will just turn on those lights for you to say, ah, maybe I got to look at myself in the mirror a little differently. I hope you enjoy our conversation with Kristen. Kristen, uh, for the sake of everyone listening, we FaceTimed recently because I found you after someone shared your story with me at the event I was at, at the Dr. Joe event, and we're now brain tumor sisters. So I was like, wait, (laughs) she got rid of a brain tumor? I need to know how she did this. And so uh, I'm really excited for you to share your story with everybody today. If you can, you know, kind of start at the beginning, um, you know, what happened? Ah, thank you. It's such an honor to be here with you today. Um, Very excited to be sharing this with everybody. Um, So in 2015, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I had a double mastectomy then, and that was the only thing I did. I I did surgery and then I didn't do anything. Um, I kind of left it in the past and figured that if I ate well, I wouldn't have this cancer come back. (laughs) And five years went by and on accident, I found a recurrence. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I didn't have, actually, I felt stronger than I ever had been. And I had an x-ray on my hips, which revealed that my hips were fine. I had some questions about yoga, but they also x-rayed my lungs and they found over a hundred tumors in my lungs. Yeah. (laughs) So you didn't have any breathing issues, nothing, no cough, no, nothing. I've never actually had any side effects from, or symptoms from those tumors. And so lo and behold, I started this journey immediately, um, on treatment and about three months in, I asked my doctor for a brain MRI because I just had this feeling like I just need a check. And he said, this cancer rarely goes to the brain. You really don't have to do this test, um, but I'll order it if you want it. And lo and behold, there was a few tumors found on that MRI. And when I went to the brain oncologist, it turns out there was several. So my first uh, radiation treatment for brain tumors was December, 2019. 
And there was about 25 at that point. And then there was 50 three months later. And 50 brain tumors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And granted, they're small, but they're everywhere. They're like all through the brain. And so I I had been to Dr. Joe's first week, my first week long intensive, right before I got the 50 brain tumor. Uh, those were found. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to do the radiation because I have so much work to do on myself that if I don't do this, these things are going to get out of control. So, they already were out of control. You're like, I need yeah. some, I need to buy some time while I'm doing the work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did the treatment and every two or three months I get my brain tested and every two or three months there's been more tumors and a lot of progression in my body as well. So it moved to the bones. It's all through my spine, pelvis, liver, thyroid. And I just, after Dr. Joe's first intensive, I just thought I'm going to beat this. And I knew it from the beginning, but I was really stuck in that victim mentality where I just felt bad for myself. And this is unfair. And going to his workshop made me realize like, okay, nobody else is a victim that's getting on that stage. They're, they're all like confident, surrendered into their life. And so I'm going to just walk this path and really believe that even if I get really bad news, it's all part of the healing process. So I continued to have brain tumors discovered and radiated for the next uh, couple of years. And this past December. So two years after they were originally found, um, by this time I'd had over 150 brain tumors radiated from my head and hence all the new curly hair. (laughs) (laughs) And and they found more. And the, the finding was that there were several new tumors and my doctor had already scheduled the treatments. Like we've been through this a million times. So he already had me scheduled. And I said, what do you think about me just going to on my Maui vacation for Christmas? I'll be gone for, you know, from now till about a month. Um, Can we do the treatment after? Because I really don't want to be tired and not able to be with family. And he's, he was awesome. He's like, sure, that sounds great. So I went to Maui and I decided to really double down on the meditations and had incredible healing throughout my body on that trip. Um, I'd had a really hard time even getting out of bed and walking the six months prior to that trip. And I was feeling like, wow, this is how people die from cancer. They get sedentary and then it just takes over the body. And so while on Maui, I started walking the beach and then I started running on the beach and I, it, this was just unheard of for me because the cancer has, had gone into my hip joints. And when I got back from Maui, I had COVID. So I extended my time uh, to about six weeks from when they found the new tumors And I went in and had another brain MRI and we scheduled the days and I was ready to go and I was fitted for my mask and everything was ready. And the next day I received an email that said, great news. There actually aren't any tumors there anymore. So how many disappeared? He originally said several. They scheduled me for three days of treatment, which is anywhere from 20 to 40 tumors because they take about five to 10 minutes to treat each of them. So they, they split it up and they were not there. And he had done the original scan. He had done a detailed, um, you know, mapping and, and put it over my previous scan and said, Oh yeah, there's definitely new things here. And when I came back, they were gone. I've heard Maui has really healing energy too, which is interesting. Um, So question, because 
you know, sometimes this work can be misinterpreted where it's like, oh, you go to the event and you're going to be healed or you start meditating, you're going to be healed. You obviously were doing the work and getting worse. So what do you think was happening and, and, and why do you think you were getting worse, even though you were doing all of this work? Well, Dr. Joe says something exactly to this point. He says, sometimes these things have to get worse before they get better. And that happens with energy and also with different types of treatment kind of works in the same way. Like the, the tumors are aggressive and you can imagine their like personality is that they want to stick around. So I just heard that on stage. I heard him say that one time and it really sank in like, okay, so that like helped me through those really hard times where getting those scans were, okay, now it's in your liver and now it's in your thyroid. And I just, it took me a, two years really to get to the point where now I just say, whatever. But like, I don't, I don't even pay attention to the scans because I believe so strongly in my healing and Along with this uh, brain experience that I had, I also had a PET scan uh, shortly after that showed almost 50% decrease in the the metabolic intake into the tumors. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, I know that Dr. Joe's work has helped heal my mind and my perception of myself and the world and reality. And my body just needs to catch up. Like the the cancer is, it's in the bones. It's in the deepest part of the body. So of course it's going to take a little bit more time to heal. And that first intensive, I was definitely like, I'm going to get a healing here Mm -hmm. and I'm going to leave here and I'm going to go and I'm going to get my brain scanned and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, everything's gone. Well, the opposite happened, right? Because I was like really trying so hard, like, okay, maybe this meditation, I'll get the healing. That's how I feel. I'm like, (laughs) I know the next one, it's going to be gone. (laughs) I'm going to feel it. They're all going to like make some feeling in my head. And, and actually when I got that first 50 diagnosis, I, um, I threw myself on the bed and I didn't get out of bed for seven days. Like I just was in a totally different place in my mindset then. And now, I mean, I haven't gotten any bad news for a while. So, but when I did, it was like, okay, we'll just keep going. We've done this before and we know we're going to heal. So you knew you were in progress. Yeah. But you also said something to me about you had so many things you needed to change So you knew that you couldn't be healed until you changed those things. Tell me about that. Definitely, Yeah, absolutely. I, my first intensive with Dr. Joe, he said something like you need to, uh, some of you will find that you're going to break social contracts with certain people in your life. And I sat in the audience and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to break up with my, my boyfriend of, of many, many years. Like, how am I going to do this? But I knew that I needed to do that because at the time, like cancer is very hard on the person, but it's also hard on caregivers. And 
the emotions and the fear that come with that. And he was very scared and I, I needed to be in a a position where I was just like taking care of myself and, and not putting energy towards someone who was scared about me dying. Yeah. Cause you don't have energy to be worried about him worrying about you. Right. (laughs) Right. And so that was like the biggest thing. And that took me about seven months to come to that final decision. And we just to finish out that story, (laughs) we took a year and a half apart, completely separate. And we have come back together in Maui on that healing trip. And um, he has been to Dr. Joe's workshops as well in that one year and a half and completely taken on the work and changed his mindset. And now he's, he's my biggest cheerleader. Like he believes in my healing maybe more than I do. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was, that was one, one thing I needed to change and also just like ancestral stuff that has been passed down to me, like being in a space of worry all the time and creating events that aren't happening, you know, in my mind, like if you have cancer and you're create, you're just like envisioning your death, then that's where you're going to end up going. So I had to really rein that in. And I think the final piece to that came in January. Like the last thing I needed to change was my um, attitude towards myself. And there was one doctor that I work with now who said, what are you missing? Like, you're doing all this work. Like you're doing Dr. Joe, you're eating properly. You're taking all the supplements and doing all the injections. And what are you missing? And I went home that night and I looked in the mirror and I said, how can a body heal if I have never liked my body? If I've always had this just got chills yeah, a judgment <laughs> and I've like and I realized like oh my gosh I look in every mirror in every window and I judge myself all day <laughs> and I it was like this huge like I'm getting the chills now because it was just like a huge uh realization that I had and immediately I just changed the script and every time I would catch the mirror, I'd be like, I love you. You're so beautiful. And you're doing such a good job. And you're so strong. And now I don't I don't look in the windows anymore. And that was in January. And that was like the final, okay, the old me is in the past. And that's where the cancer lives. And the new me is here in the present. And there's no space for that. Wow. Queen, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. I have had um, these gnarly stomach issues for a long, long time. And honestly, a couple weeks ago, I was like, listen here, kid, you have been hating yourself forever. I know. Forever. I told you. Tell you, you love forever. it. Forever. Yeah. I've been hating myself forever. I mean, I was, whether it was like, eating disorder, starving it, like, like whatever this whole journey. So I feel that very intensely. And I think that like, it's a common theme for everyone is that we don't like ourselves or especially women. We're so hard. Oh, our body needs to look this way and look this way. And it's just like, it just manifests in all this icky stuff. How is it going to heal? Like you said, if we are just nasty to it. So Yeah. yeah, I feel that. And imagine, you know, just surrendering all of that because it's hurting you. Not because you're never going to look like that person. It's just hurting you. It's hurting you. That's it. Uh Just let it go because it's hurting you and you are contributing to it. Yeah. Wow. Um, What did you do in terms of like the, like the physical work, like with Dr. Joe that, um, I know everyone always wants to know what meditations. And in fact, we helped each other when we had our call. I said, you know, I'm doing the pineal gland meditation at night and I definitely feel amazing. But when I'm doing the the energy center work, I'm not feeling anything and and I want to feel stuff. And she suggested the the blessing of the energy center is number eight that is available. 
and how she was doing it and having great results. So I did it that day and everything was on fire. Like I felt all of them, like it was like, like V8 engines on all of them. And I was like, whoa. So um, yeah, you guys have to explain all of this because I'm like, huh? Yeah, there are different meditations <laughs> you can buy online. Okay. And you're working with like some people call it chakras. We're uh. talking about energy centers and you're, you're focusing on them and getting them to harmonize and work with each other. But that one, like uh, that was mind blowing. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. I, I can get there. I got it. So cool. Um, so share with us what your, what your things have been, what have you liked? What have you, what kind of process are you doing? How much of it are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing meditations every day, the longer longer variations. I feel like he has some shorter ones and then some longer ones, depending on how much you've studied with him. And I definitely hit a longer one 99% of the days in the last two and a half years. Um, I've definitely missed a few days here and there. And I think that's something to say out loud because, you know, it's, I don't want to sit here and be like, well, I meditate every day. Yeah. Most days, 99% of the time I do. Did you feel and off when you didn't? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I, I, I like felt all the voices coming back in my, like yes. the old pattern. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I need to sit and harness my body back into this present moment. Yeah. Anytime I um, don't want to do the pineal gland, I, I negotiate with myself sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, no, but I'm just too tired. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. No, you won't get up bitch and do it. You're going to feel better. <laughs> and I do, I feel better. And if I don't, because I tested it, it's just not okay. So go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you know, and when, when you have those conversations, I feel like I have them too. And when I choose like to put it off and I let all this other stuff that doesn't need to be done right then in my life and it creates more stress. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I've recently started doing multiple meditations per day. So that has been like every person who's told their story up on stage about healing from stage four cancer is saying the same thing. I went all in mm -hmm. with the meditations Me too. and I meditated in the morning and in the afternoon and sometimes three times a day. And I'm getting the chills right now because Eddie and I, my partner, we had just a sit down after we were just in Denver with Dr. Joe at the fall advanced follow-up and said, we need to go, we need to go stronger. We need to go more. We need to be in this energy more. And so we started doing evening meditations and the most healing meditation that I just started doing this week, um, as far as like feeling love and feeling loved is the higher love meditation that I started doing with Eddie. It's a partner, um, committed partnership meditation. So that on top of, you know, my solo long going into the void and creating my future life experiences, that love, higher love is really, really special. And we both are feeling that right now. Wow. It's yeah. so cool. So when do you have another appointment to see? Cause you're like 50% better. You said, right. Mm -hmm. When is your next appointment? in a week. Oh my God. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but 
It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. So in a week, you're going to you're going to get results. I'm going to send amazing, good energy. Um, you are my new four minute mile, because if you could get rid of that many brain tumors, I know I can get rid of one. Um, and, and I'm so grateful for you sharing your story because when I heard it, you know, with brain tumors, there's nothing they can do other than chemo and radiation. And I've never believed in radiation for me. It scared me because I had my mom do radiation. I'm so grateful that you have been able to do it and didn't have any side effects. What was the radiation that you got called? Cyber knife and gamma knife. Got it. I have heard really good things about gamma. Mm -hmm. Where, where did you get that done? In South San Francisco. At what hospital? Um, at, I'm a Kaiser member. So it's actually really beautiful to be able to have that. Um, and I hold the record for number of brain tumors radiated out of somebody's brain. Well, that's what I was going to ask. And I wrote a quick question down here. What did the doctor say about the fact that you had so many going up there? My normal oncologist who deals with my body, uh, he reached out to my brain oncologist and said, or sorry, my brain oncologist reached out to my normal oncologist and said, please, is there anything that you can do to stop these from going into her brain? And he said, no, I, I can't do anything. There's nothing that she's doing that crosses the blood brain barrier. And so they, they, there's no answer. Yeah. For- it's interesting because my mom, for her brain tumor, we did have good success with chemo. And they say that it doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. I mean, we did a lot of things, um, but she did respond to to chemo. Um, but yeah, you're holding a record for a reason because I've never heard <clears throat> of so many. I have heard, I had a young patient that I, I met who was getting lots of brain tumors. Like they just kept coming back and they kept reoperating. Um, but I have not heard of that many. Do you feel like there's any kind of emotional component or any reason why you were getting so many? Have you made any connections on that yet? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. I haven't thought about it, but in the moment right away, it's like all the, all the, the changes that I've made, they really all had to do with my mind. <laughs> so um, that would make perfect sense. And I think that like something I want to add is I've advocated for myself with these treatments because the treatment is actually full brain radiation for what I have going on. And I I honestly didn't do it at first because I wanted to protect my pineal and pituitary gland. Yeah. <laughs> After I had studied with Dr. Joe, I was like, they can't, <laughs> they can't radiate my glands. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. And so every time there's been more, my doctor just says, I plan to treat this with cyber knife or gamma knife, gamma knife now. Um, but just so you know, whole brain radiation is the standard of care. And I've just said no, because it's so intense. Yeah. And, and he actually, he agrees with me that treating them this way is okay. And it's not offered to a lot of people. So I feel like when you're in the position I'm in advocating for yourself as like number one, because whole brain radiation, you know, could be recovering for several months and on many different drugs for memory preservation and all sorts of things like that. And cyber knife, it's like, I get a little tired, maybe a little headache the first day, lose my hair wherever they did it, and then move on and continue with life and and continue with this work. Wow. 
what were some of the mind changes you think you had to make? Because I do see that connection. And I know even with what my mom and I had, I know where they come from. And so uh, it is, it's everything that's going on in here. So tell me a little bit about that. I think the biggest change I had to make was not being a worrier anymore. That's been something I see in, you know, my sisters and we talk about it, you know, so um, I have two sisters and that we watched our mom worry, worry about money, worry about being a single mom, worry about her career. And my mom passed away from breast cancer when I was 17. She was 44. She was really young. And she, so that was a big, that was like the first thing that I had to focus on. And then the second thing was to like go to my doctor's appointments because for so long, like I am so scared of this potential future that I literally created from when my mom passed when she was 17. I started telling myself, well, everybody always says you're just like your mom. And so I'm probably going to die of breast cancer. Before you even had it. Yeah. That was from 17 years old to my first diagnosis at 31. And when I was diagnosed, my best friend at the time, she said, you know, this has been your biggest fear. Like she knew, she knew that that had been something that I had always, you know, and I always told the story of my mom dying and I just like lived in that experience. And so I had to really shed that whole thing. And I had a a hypnotic moment with a woman on Maui and she's, she asked me like what the message I was getting at that time was. And I got this moment that just said like, just because your mom died of this doesn't mean you have to like, this is the time to change the story. So Mm. that really helped me shift into a different mindset for sure. And, you know, attending the appointments, like I put it off, she put off her appointments. So when she, she had breast cancer at 37, had surgery and then didn't go, didn't go, didn't go. And then when she went, it was too late. It was everywhere. And she passed away three weeks later after her diagnosis. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go to It first came into the house because of Kevin, he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. So... I made that mistake in between my surgery 
I kind of went hands off. I was like, I'm not living in the cancer world. I'm done. They did surgery. I'm not going back. And I went for too long. Wow. So, yeah. So I'm uh, as Dr. Joe it. said, we're, our thoughts are powerful. They carry frequencies. I said the same thing. I said, God, I wish you gave me this tumor because I could handle it better. I didn't want her to deal with it. Watching her and having to worry about her made it so much harder for me. And so then, boom, guess who got one a couple months later? We're very powerful manifestors, the good and the bad. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But I do think that these happened for reasons because we are evolving and growing and shifting and changing. And the, the next thing for you was also loving yourself, right? So don't you love the world you're living in now way more than the world you lived in before you were diagnosed? Oh my gosh, I'm so much happier. <laughs> Isn't that bananas? Like, Evie, the same thing. We, we, it's the best, worst thing ever, but you know, you can evolve past all of it and it's the, it can be there for you, not to you, for you to change and, and, and get better. So, wow. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And it's like Dr. Joe says, you know, if our thoughts can make us sick, wouldn't it be the same that our thoughts can make us well? And wow, like I really hang on to those words because I know that like, I don't blame myself for getting cancer, but I know that I contributed to this disease, having a home in my body and I'm kicking it out. (laughs) It's it's done. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's like, as you do the work on yourself, you are kicking all of that because it's attached to that. Yeah. Oh my God. Queenie, any, any questions, Queenie? I guess, and you kind of talked about this, Kristen, but what do you do now, right? Are you like, is it hours a day? Is it like just a morning one that you can't miss? She said, yeah, she's doing a lot. So for someone who's just starting, (laughs) because that's way intimidating. Like, I don't got time for that. (laughs) I know I do. I know we can always make it. You guys are like, you do have time. But I guess for someone starting, where like, where did you start? I know Maria started with the formula. Um, What about you? Yeah, I a lot of people recommended Dr. Joe when I was first diagnosed and everybody would say you should do this. You should check out Dr. Joe and I was mm. like nobody's telling me what to do. I'm not going to do it, you know. Ooh, yeah. You know, I had a really like resistance to it in the beginning and then my body worker on Maui was working on me and he said, "You know, I'm doing this progressive workshop with Dr. Joe. Based on my experience, I think that you might want to check it out." And it was like, okay, that was like a door that just gave me a choice. That was while you were in Maui? Yeah. Oh, you hadn't even done that yet? No, this was back like right at the beginning of my diagnosis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Another Maui trip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have deep Maui connections. (laughs) Got it. Because I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) That's a quick transformation. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And so... I immediately started doing a free meditation that was for the heart online. And I would just lay down and I would put my headphones on and I would do it. Well, it turns out you're not supposed to lay down when you're meditating because, you know, you're in your bed and it makes you sleep, which was true. Um, But then I went online and this was pre-COVID and there was a progressive workshop that had you know, before workshops sold out, like in minutes, this workshop was in Bogota, Colombia, and there was space. And so Eddie and I signed up and we went to the progressive in person. And that was just the, the, the springboard, you know, that was the first time I felt energy, like moving my body and not just inside me, but actually moving. And so I went home and I did the progressive and intensive courses online, which I know he's remaking mm-hmm. or just remade, you know, right now. So, but the, the best place is just like Maria started with the formula and for now, you know, and getting an understanding of what you're doing, because if you just do the meditations, that's great. But if you understand, yes, like how the brain functions on a day-to-day basis, 
in the beginning and then how these meditations change the connections of the wiring and create new wiring in the brain, then you'll be more likely to be like, okay, maybe I can sit for 20 minutes, you know, or, um, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be. And you get proud of yourself as you do it. Like when I got to my first 40 minute, I go, holy shit, I just did 40 minutes. Yeah. I was like so proud, (laughs) but it's, it's intimidating, but it's still intimidating. I'm still, when I see an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, let's go. But you know, you've done it and you know, you can do it. So you just, you know, you just keep trying and adding on. Yeah. And especially in this, this world that we live in now, it's like an hour and a half. I'm on my phone for an hour and a half sometimes, you know, like we talk about it. How much time, if you look at your screen time on Instagram, just trade it for a meditation. I know it's It's way healthier. It is scary. It's it's crazy. Yeah. And Um, it's just a beautiful time to be able to be so present. Even if the meditation's hard, sometimes I still have hard meditations. Me too. Meditations that where my mind the whole time is, it's not there, but you were building the muscle. Yeah. You get it, as he says, tame the beast. You got to keep in it and staying in it is the win. So sometimes yeah. I'll have out of nowhere, just stuff will just start jargling in there. And I'm like, Oh God, why, why is this happening? I've been good for so long. And now you just know it's also part of the process because it's not always going to be perfect. Life isn't always going to be perfect. So it's like a little obstacle to test you. I feel like and just say, no, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. And then maybe the next one will be better. Actually, I've had maybe some one day, like one section, like last week, I had like two in a row that were just not great. And I was like, hmm, I stuck with it. And then I got to the other side of it. That's part of the process. Yeah, totally. And I feel like when I get to that point where I'm like having multiple meditations that are a little all over the place, the, the moment that it starts to get good, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's when like some of the biggest changes have happened when I've like dragged myself back there. Cause it's been, you know, difficult. And then all of a sudden I'm like, have this transcendental experience yeah. and like visualize or not visualize, but just see all the tumors in my body, uh, just like waving surrender flags. you know, like crazy visions. So it really, really helps to keep with it. Yeah. I always tell people too, who are new to the work, like just go in with no expectation and go in and know that you're going to feel like you're not doing it right. You're going to have all these questions. I had a million questions. I just kept doing it and I kept reaping the benefits. You might only get 10% out of it, but you're 10% better. And, and eventually things start to click like eventually you do it long enough. You're like, Oh, I get what, what he's saying about, you know, sense the energy of space around, I, I couldn't get it back then, but now I get it. Eventually things make more and more sense. You just got to stick with it. So don't think you got to go in and know it all. It's like going to school to study, you know, you know, biology. You're not going to know it all at once. You're going to keep layering and layering and layering lessons Till eventually it clicks and now you get it, right? Um, so just be patient with yourself. But that's also the part of the test is we aren't patient with ourselves. So this is teaching us so many things at once is why I love it. It's teaching us to be patient with ourselves. It's teaching us to be empathetic with ourselves. You, you are confronted with your specific issues in these meditations constantly. Constantly. <laughs> but that's the sign. That's like... Oh, I got to follow those breadcrumbs. I got to I got to go into this. This is my issue. I am impatient or I am unkind to myself. Whatever it is, they reveal themselves. It's not it's just part of what happens. Um but Kristen, I can't wait to hear your good news. And um thank you for sharing your story and the patience that's involved with healing yourself and, uh, your testimonial is just so unbelievable for everybody to get to hear. And, um, I'm just grateful to, to know you and, um, and to be able to share this story with everybody. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and, and in communication with you and you inspire me. And I know I believe in your healing hundred percent. You're going to, you got it. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, you're going to make me cry. Okay. Well, Kristen, until we speak again, thank you. Have an amazing blessed day. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It's really, really amazing. How many brain tumors? The patience that she had to have. And the faith that she had to have to keep doing this. Oh, I, I like I'm kind of speechless about it. I still don't believe it. I'm like, how does someone have that many brain tumors? And, and like you said, have the, you know, the strength to be like, yeah, and I'm going to fight it. Like that's, that's That's when I know, like, we can't complain about this. Like, Mm. for example, um, I don't complain anymore, which is a whole new weird sensation, but, <laughs> but if they can do it through massive amounts of pain, Evie yeah. and Kristen, both having so much pain, yeah. Evie specifically in pain management centers and all of that, and still doing the work right. where the work involves getting beyond your body, you have to get, get away from the pain and any of those feelings associated with it to go into just a a neutral space that you, your body doesn't exist in. It's just your consciousness. That is incredibly tough. And that's why I say, and this is what I love about this show is I always want people to get there before they have to get there. And so if you can just start doing this, you're going to be healing the things that need to be healed before they get to that place. Well, and I feel like that's something that we've talked about, you know, it's like the preventative stuff, right? Yes. That, often our medical system doesn't do. They're just treating what comes, but the preventative work is this. This, like catch that snowball before it goes down the mountain, right? right. right? Like for you, it's a lot easier to do this where you're at now. Mm -hmm. You have to unwind your mind to heal your gut. It's connected with that vagus nerve. You know that, right? Oh yeah. I remember telling you, I'm like, Kelsey, after this work, I'm like, you have to love your stomach again. Mm -hmm. You're so angry at it. Mm And then things shifted. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. So now imagine if you start loving the rest of yourself oh, yeah. and what can come. And then you'll see something else that needs tweaking. Right? right? Um, People pleasing, codependency, whatever all the other things are. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Right? We all have all of our things. We got a cauldron of stuff. You start healing that stuff. You're going to feel better. And you're going to heal anything in there. And you're going to live such a more powerful, exciting life. I agree. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's so it's so easy to get into the the mindset where then it's like this thing's bad. It's like we talked about before. You get addicted to the negative, right? And it's so much easier to be in the negative. And it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you got you got to catch yourself and stop yourself to jump back into that yeah. positive. And so that's where I feel like. You know, it's, it's easy when you have something, that's where I know I was going with, like, I was like, what the, sh- what the shit, this sucks. <laughs> and so it's easier to then snowball, right? And just yeah. be like, well, then everything sucks. And then stuff. Then it's everything starts right. to suck. Right. Things that didn't suck before Correct. start to suck. Correct. And you start, and you're making that happen. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's that shift. So I'm excited to start well, doing this. That's yeah. the thing is it sounds so intimidating. It sounds like so much that even Kevin Kevin's seeing the real time changes and he's still been hesitant. No, I got to, he's waiting to the perfect time. Now I got to do it when I'm here. I got to do it when I'm there. I got to do it when this, and little by little now he's like, no, no, I got to dive in. Can't wait. Cause it's not hard. You just got to instead one Saturday morning, instead of doing whatever you do, pretend you're cleaning out your closet. Like I always say, take a, a Saturday 
and get your house in order. You'll feel so much better and you'll be grateful you gave your Saturday away for that. Give something away to get into this and just give yourself the time to be able to watch an hour, maybe have some breakfast, watch another hour. You're going to start to see, you're going to be addicted like I was. I was like, get me in there. This is so good. I didn't want to stop. And then, yeah, things will take your attention away and you'll get back to it and you can do it at your leisure, but don't stop. Like, don't stop yourself before you even start. Like, just get in and take one lesson. Right. So, um, I think the time thing too, that's such a, everyone's, I mean, I know I do that too. It has to be the perfect time. And then, and then it's just more excuses. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. just, just jump in. You're just it. delaying your amazing life. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. Friends, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave us your thoughts below on any of the shows that you've listened to this week with Dr. Joe, with Evie, with Kristen. Um, let me know what's resonating, where you're still having a tough time so that we can maybe do an episode and help you. Um, and, and, you know, are you, are you understanding this whole concept? Like whatever, just share below and let me know. And are you inspired to kind of take control of your life and your thoughts and your beliefs and, and, and have the most beautiful life? Because I have stuck with this. I've done other things where like they pitter out a couple of days later and Kevin's like, oh, there she is again. <laughs> That's not happening. I'm only getting better every day. So, um, and I want, I want people to feel that and, you know, it's up to you, but do share, especially if you're doing it. I want to know. Um, we have gotten some amazing um, responses from people who heard it. me talk about this on Live with Kelly and Ryan who started finding the work and it just makes me so happy um, but anyhow, that's it for us. Uh, if you would leave us a review on Apple podcast, that would be so kind. We read them all. They make our day. We live for them. It just is such, um, such reward for us to see that you're enjoying this, that this is something you look forward to. Uh, we're really grateful. We'll leave a, a link to that in the summary of this episode. If you haven't subscribed yet and you're on YouTube, please do. We know a lot of you pop in and out, um, but more often than not, we think we hit home runs here. <laughs> well, my, you know, we're human. We're doing five five things a week or something. So um, please bear with us if maybe something's a B minus and not an A plus. Uh, and um, and we have some fun stuff in store for the summer, which we're really excited about. So. Um, we want you to stick with us all summer. I know a lot of people drop off during the summer because of vacations and stuff, but we're going to continue growing, but we're going to throw some, some fun things in there too. And uh, we hope you stick with us. All right. In the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.